0: Joseph Skyler Burnley, Sky to those who knew him best, was a 27-year-old from Florence, Mississippi. He was a natural athlete who was very close to his brother and sister. On June 3, 2016, Sky, a friend, and the friend's girlfriend went to look for the friend's truck that had been stolen. The two men went into the woods. The friend came back. Sky did not. He was never seen again. I'm at Denzel, and this is unfound. Have you ever lost time? What do I mean by that? Have you ever gone to sleep or been knocked out or maybe gotten drunk or otherwise <clears throat> and when you woke up or got sober or recovered from an illness, you discovered that way more time had passed than you thought. For me, I had that happen in 10th grade. I caught something, the flu, or whatever and I slept for 36 hours straight when I woke up it was 24 hours later than I thought it was crazy and creepy we seem to hear stories like this in the tabloids all the time woman wakes up from coma after 10 years thinking Barack Obama is still president man is catatonic for 15 years and wakes up thinking the Pussycat Dolls are still together. And just recently, a real story, a young man woke up after 11 months, not knowing anything about COVID and all the lockdowns. This is a real phenomenon. And truthfully, we're all only on this planet for a certain amount of time. We really don't need to miss any days that are given to us. Well, in the disappearance of Sky Burnley, this seems like a fairly straightforward, but of course tragic, case. Young man walks into the woods and doesn't come back. But when a particular fact is looked at more closely, could the key to the resolution involve finding the lost day? And now a summary of the case. This is brought to you by my friend Megan Good's website, Charlie Project. Dot org. Sky Burnley was the oldest of three children, with all of them being raised primarily by their mother. He excelled in school and sports, and he had high hopes of joining the military after high school. However, after graduation, in an incident that is still unclear, Sky got caught with Xanax and was charged with a drug felony he spent two years in jail, dashing dreams he had for his future. While in jail, Skye was forced to join a gang, the Simon City Royals, for his own protection. However, there is no proof Skye continued this affiliation upon becoming a free man at the age of 20. During the next seven years, Sky worked construction and became a born-again Christian in 2015, along with his girlfriend, who he was dating at the time of his disappearance. Skye had also taken on the responsibility of caring for his 94-year-old grandmother, living with her most of the time. So, on June 2, 2016, Skye was with his friend Travis Brewer, Travis's girlfriend Amanda, and their child. Skye spent the night at their place. Sometime during that night, Travis's truck was stolen on June 3rd in an effort to find the vehicle they allegedly used a phone tracking app the reason being that Travis said his phone was in his truck the pinging of the phone led them to Bridges Road in Rankin County Amanda stayed with her child in her car while Travis went one direction off the road and Skye went the other in a short while Travis came back but Sky did not. He was never seen again. Two days later, law enforcement used horses, dogs, and helicopters in an effort to find Skye. With no luck, Matthew McCoy and his girlfriend were arrested for the theft of Travis's truck, which was found. Strangely, though, Travis's phone was not in the truck. It was discovered in the grass just down the street... His house. Crime Watch Daily featured Sky's disappearance in June 2019. However, their coverage did not seem to move the investigation forward. So, Unfound will give it our best shot. And that starts by posing these three questions to you, the listeners. Number one How did Travis use a phone tracking app to lead him to Bridges Road when his phone was nowhere near there? Number two, why did Matthew McCoy or his girlfriend not spend one day in jail for the theft of Travis's truck? And number three, why has law enforcement ignored the fact that the date on a convenience store video is not the correct day of the disappearance? Sky's family absolutely believes he disappeared due to foul play. The guest for this episode is Sky's mother, Stacey Humble. Unfound news. I hope you all enjoyed my appearance on John Lorden's show on YouTube last Friday. Using the audio from the interview with Kent Landry, Jason's father, Unfound will be releasing its own special episode this coming Monday, February 15th at 2 p.m. Eastern. The interview will then be followed by analysis from Yours Truly, where I will be revealing what you might call a theory regarding why initial searches are often unsuccessful. Next, for all of you premium Patreon supporters out there, the next unfound on the ground will take place on February 22nd, 2021 at 8:45 pm Eastern Time. The topic will be part two of Eric's presentation on geography and mapping for missing persons cases. If you are not yet a Patreon member, please consider becoming one at patreon.com forward slash Podcast. Finally, and also on February 22nd, but earlier in the evening at 7 p.m. Eastern, I will have my next interview with Dr. Grace Telesco. ...on her YouTube channel. I anticipate no conflict between this interview and Unfound on the Ground, given that my shows, with grace, have never been more than one hour in length. That leaves 45 minutes from 8 until 8.45 for all of you on-the-ground members to relax, go to the bathroom, get a drink, etc. However, it will be a busy night for me. I better get my sleep where you can find Unfound. Unfound supports accounts on Podomatic, iTunes, Stitcher, Instagram, Twitter, Spotify, Deezer, Facebook, and YouTube. Speaking of YouTube, on Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern, please join us on our podcast channel for the Unfound live show. All of you can talk with me, and I can answer your questions. Contribute to Unfound at patreon.com forward slash unfoundpodcast. You can also contribute at PayPal, paypal.me forward slash unfoundpodcast. And do not forget the website, theunfoundpodcast.com. I'm so happy to have on this episode of Unfound, the mother of
1: Sky Burnley, Stacy Humble. Stacy, welcome to Unfound. Thank you.
2: Thank you for covering Sky's story.
1: You're very welcome. Let's start here, as we usually do uh, when we have a mother, father, family member on the program. Uh, let's talk a little bit about your family, Stacey. Um, How many children do you have? How would you describe uh, Sky compared to your other children? Uh, what was your – or is your home like?
2: Um, I have three children. Um, growing up, you could not have two boys and one daughter. Growing up, you, they were, they have always been inseparable, wherever one was, the other two were.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, they were always, the two boys were always picking on their sister, which is one of those things. Huh. Um, but you let anybody do something to one of them, and you were up against all three of them. I bet. Um, They were very close, and Scott and his brother were, I mean, even... When they were grown, they are—they were both inseparable. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, what are the... Uh, sky? where does he fall in the line of your three children? Youngest, oldest, middle? He, he,
2: he was the oldest. He was the big brother. Wow. He was the big brother.
1: Okay.
2: Then and it was his brother, then it was his sister.
1: Okay. And what are the age... You know, maybe not exact ages, but what is the age spread from oldest to youngest?
2: Um... John, and his brother were not, but seventeen months apart. Oh, very close. So they were like, I mean, they did everything together, everything. Mhm. Um, their sister, there is nine years difference between them and their sister. Oh, okay. Um, so they they kind of they just the two boys were like I said, they hunted together, they fished together, they did everything together. Hmm.
1: And I guess uh, this young sister never had to worry about anybody giving her any problems with two <laughs> brothers who were nine years older than uh, her. So, you know, so she's 10, uh, they're 19, no. she's 13, they're 22, you know.
2: Oh, no, sir. Okay. No, sir. They would tell her, I mean, Scott would call her up and say, he would even tell her if she she, he knew she were talking to somebody. You don't need to be talking to them. I don't want you talking to them.
1: Uh-huh. Well, why
2: not? You don't need to be talking to them. I mean, yeah, they were always, They. I mean, they always
1: looked out for her. Uh-huh. Very protective. Maybe, very, I very, that, very protective. Okay. Uh, maybe I should ask you this. Very, protective. Okay. Maybe I should ask you this. Of course, we are calling uh, your son Sky for the purposes of this uh, interview. Uh, my understanding is that's the name everybody called him, but... His uh, full name is Joseph Schuyler Burnley. Uh, why did he not go by his first name? Do you know?
2: We always, he was named after his granddaddy. We always called him Schuyler from the day he was born. Hmm.
1: But you, sh- you, you chose just, to give... That's
2: uh... just what we decided.
1: <laughs> okay. So you made Schuyler his middle name, but that's what everybody ended up calling him.
2: Yes, sir. Okay.
1: All right. Just thought I want to ask that. I'm sure the listeners are probably maybe wondering uh, uh-huh. why, because sometimes that happens. We have people on the program yeah. and they have their official, you know, names on the birth certificates, and then they end up going by some nickname or something, and that's usually what you use. Okay.
2: Well, we we started out. He was he was called Scholar, and then when he started playing ball and all of that, everybody named it. everybody he went by Scott.
1: All right. Neat. Alright, let's talk about him exclusively. You've just uh, mentioned uh, sports, um and what were his interests, what would you say his personality was like? Let's talk a little bit about him, maybe as he uh a, you know, a teenager, uh late teens. How would you describe him?
2: Oh, uh, he my other two would get so upset because he was one of these that never had to study. Oh. never had to study for anything. The teacher would look at me when he was growing up. She'd say, Stacy, I thought I had him in class, but he's looking out the window, and I'd ask him a question, and he would just call it off. She, he never had to study. He never had to pick up a book. He was like mm-hmm. that with sports as well. Any kind of ball, any kind, I mean, he was, like my dad said one time, he was the athlete that you see once in a lifetime.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: He could play any sport, and he excelled at it. He was always like that. Mm-hmm. Um, his personality, Scholar was the life of every at the party. He never met a stranger. He would walk up and have a conversation to anybody. It didn't matter what you had, who you were, how much money you had. He didn't care. Mm-hmm. He was friends with everybody, and that's one thing we've learned through this journey of him coming up missing. We found out some really great heard some really great stories about him growing you know, some things we didn't know. Yeah.
1: And that and that does happen. <coughs> that does happen after fish. the fashion. Loved,
2: yeah. Well, he loved to fish, hunt, sport, anything like that. Swimming. He was just he he was great.
1: Okay. So, um, being that he did well, it it sounds like he did well in school. Did he graduate high school? What did he do after that?
2: Yes, sir. He was going to go into the military. Um, He wanted to do military police. Then he wanted to get out, when he got out of the finish with the military, he wanted to go to college and play baseball, and then he wanted to get done and coach. He wanted to coach high school ball.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay. And so that's what he did. Uh, what about work? Uh, once again, um, we'll, we'll gradually work our way up to the age that he was at the time of his disappearance. But uh, what about work uh, after high school? Or did he have a job in high school, early 20s? What did he do for that? Uh, no, sir, he didn't. He fished and did
2: all that. He was getting ready when he was um, 18 to join them. Like I said, he wanted to do military, going to the military. He was going to be military police. When he finished that, he wanted to go to college after that mm-hmm. and get a degree where he could coach. He wanted to teach and coach ball at a high school.
1: Okay. But he didn't end up going into the military? No, sir. Why was that?
2: Um, he ended up, so you always tell your children, don't do something, you're going to be somewhere at the wrong time. Yeah. He went to, he was getting ready to go and went to a fair and got, um, when he was going to his car, he got picked up. And he served two years.
1: For doing what?
2: uh, In possession of uh, Xanax. Wow. Um, First offense.
1: How did he, uh, how did he end up getting caught like that?
2: I have no idea. They walked up to him and said, do you? We
1: heard do you had something." He threw them, and when he threw them, they handcuffed
2: him. He was going to give them to him. Uh, when this he
1: happened, get ready, to, sir. When that happened, uh, that's fine. Uh, when that happened, uh, were you surprised by that?
2: Uh, yes, sir. I was very surprised because he had never had an arrest, he had never had, and I know he did things, I'm not, I know my child was not the perfect one, Mm -hmm. I'm sure he did things, but yes, sir, I was very surprised that he did that on stage, and that he went down on that on a first offense.
1: After this happened, uh, did he um, come clean with you as to how long this had been going on, or did you ever find that out? You mentioned that his brother, they were very close, um did his other- did his brother know anything about this? I mean, what did you find out about this after the fact?
2: Well, they were all drinking at a fair they were at a fair, mm-hmm. and everybody was drinking and he was talking to his car when it happened, and he didn't he had ten
1: mhm
2: uh he never i mean he was living, he'd never been in trouble like I said for anything mhm.
1: So after the fact he never told you for just as an example, uh, you know, Ma, I've been you know, I've been doing this for two years or, or something like that. No idea? No, sir. No,
2: sir. No, sir. Okay. I do not, like I said. He had never even had a speeding
0: ticket.
1: hmm. So, uh, it sounds to me like somebody ratted him out or were the, was he on the police uh you know law enforcement's radar, I mean, how do you look like that that did just happened to? I think
2: he, I think he was somewhere where they were watching a cabin, mm-hmm. and I think they wanted him to tell them that this guy, and I don't think he did it because he was scared.
1: Mhm, so they wanted him to you roll mean, over on he, somebody else, yes, sir, okay and and
2: he told me when he told me he would not do it, he told me, I'm scared, I'm not doing it.
1: Hmm. So he ended up going to jail for two years. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, how old was he when he went in?
2: He was eighteen.
1: Eighteen. Wow. Uh, I, I'm probably your daughter being nine years younger, uh, hard to relate to that. But what? Once again, what about his brother? Did you ever get the idea? Do you think that his brother was um as surprised by this as you were? Yes, sir. Okay. And we haven't talked about um, at this point Sky's father. Uh, See in the picture, uh, what did he have to say about this? What was his attitude?
2: Uh, no, sir, he was not. We were had, we were divorced since the children were small. Okay.
1: All right. So he goes in. He, I have to say, I mean, I'm no expert in this particular area, but. Getting caught with that and getting sentenced to two years sounds unusually harsh.
2: That's what everybody has told us as well.
1: Well, what was That's the explanation? What, has told us. what was the explanation for they that? They told us they never, they told us they never, they made an example out of him. Okay. All right, did anybody else uh, involve with... Like It was in an election year. Okay. Um, Did anybody else uh, affiliated with Sky go to jail also?
2: No, sir. No, sir.
1: Okay. All right. Well, I'm sure that broke your heart. Uh, He had plans, uh, was not able to fulfill them. He goes to jail for two years. How was those, were those two years, you having to, you know, go see him at the jail? What was that like? They were
2: bad because then – that happened. They shut that place down about five years ago,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, due to what all was going on there. Um, it it was bad. It was bad. Rough place.
1: Rough a, place
2: for kids. A rough place. Yeah. A rough place for kids because right. under twenty. It was under twenty-one years of age.
1: Okay. All right. So he's in it there. Alright, and he and so he's in there and he's t- toughing it out, and when he came out two years later, um, what kind of person was he? What did he end up doing then?
2: He ended up going into construction mm-hmm. because he could not go to college due to having the felony. Um, he basically lost his Everything he had dreamed and everything he had wanted to do with his life, he lost in one night.
1: Wow. Well, now that you look back at it now, it. Uh, you know, uh, if he was 18 at the time and he disappeared in 2016 when he was 27, so that happened nine years, so that would have been mm-hmm. 2007. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you've had many years to look back at that particular period Um, was he doing that for the money, or did he have an addiction? What, I mean, he, what what do you think? No, sir,
2: he wasn't doing, he wasn't doing it for the money. No, sir.
1: What, what was it then? No,
2: sir. I think he was at the wrong place at the wrong time, and I think he got Ken Zanuck. Mm hmm And I think they knew that he had come out of that house. And Mm -hmm. I think they got him, they, I mean, like I said, they said, well, we heard you had some and asked this is mm. my understanding. Mm-hmm. And he turned around. He said, "Yeah." And he threw them, giving them
1: to him, and just threw them at, threw them to him. And that's when they put the handcuffs on and He was
2: going to give them to him. Okay. So he gets no th- money in exchange thing. Okay.
1: So he gets out of jail. He goes into construction. And how would you say uh, he was after getting out of jail? jail. How was he doing?
2: It was. It was different. I mean, he, you know, he would hit his highs and his lows. I mean, he would get disappointed in himself because he'd be like, "I can't do what I wanted to do. I can't do what I wanted to do." Um, mm-hmm. he would get down and out sometimes about it. And I'll say, "You can do whatever you want to do. You can get out of this. It's gonna be okay." But he still, he would be, beat himself up over it because he like I said he could not go to college
1: he could not teach he could not be in a school he could not yeah. anything that he had ever dreamed of he couldn't do okay so I mean he, he struggled with it alright so he gets out um does he uh, have any relationships girlfriend any children during those next uh seven years before he disappears um
2: no, sir. He did
1: not now he had girlfriends, yes sir. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh something He has
2: be... one child Please Sir, I'm sorry. That's
1: all right, go ahead, please. He has
2: one he has one child that we have found out, um oh. that he has. We found out about it about a year ago. Wow. And that yeah. So after so we
1: wow. So four years after he disappeared, um I guess a young woman came forward saying, yeah, this is uh, Skye's child.
2: Yes, sir. I had reached out to her a couple of years ago, and she was with, I don't, I don't know what the circumstances were, but mm-hmm. she reached back out to me about a year ago, and we went and had DNA tests wow. done, and it is is Skye's little boy.
1: And do you get to see that child now?
2: I get to
1: see him some, not like
2: I would like to, mm-hmm. but I do get to see him some.
1: Okay. All right, so you had some relationships. Um, uh, you know, we would never give out the, the 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 child's name or anything like that, but how old is this child now? Uh,
2: he
1: is seven. Seven. So he would have just been like yes. two years old at the time of.
2: Sky yes, sister. sir. Okay. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yes, sir.
1: Now, something also I uh, that I think is going to play a role maybe in this is that you've told me that uh, Sky was very close with his grandmother.
2: Oh, yes, sir. Very, very close to his grandmother.
1: Is that your mother?
2: Uh, uh, no, sir. That's his dad's oh. mother.
1: Huh. Okay.
2: Um. He, he has was close to her from the day he was born. She loved him better than anything, and I guess it's been, well, it was probably two years before Scott came up missing. They were talking about putting her in a nursing home, his dad and his family was, and he said, Scott said, no, you're not putting my mamma in a nursing home. He went and got her, and he was, she was 94 years old. Home at the time, and he was her primary caregiver. Wow. He moved her, he took care of her. He said, She will not go into a nursing home as long as I live. And to me, that defines uh the mm-hmm. type of person he was because not many kids that look like he did and that had the outgoing personality that he did would all of a sudden jump in and be the primary caregiver for a 94 year old grandmother. Right.
1: Wow, okay. And so was he was he living with her, or was he just seeing her every day? What was the situation?
2: No, no. She was not even in shape to where, I mean, she was dependent on stuff for everything. Oh, wow. I mean, we had even tried to, I talked to him, and he had talked to some people about getting home health to come in. She didn't want home health to come in. She didn't want this. She did not want anybody. She was scared they were going to. Make her money, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was—he took care of her. I mean, he did everything for her.
1: Wow. Well, okay. And what town? What town would this have been in where uh, he was taking care of his grandma grandmother?
2: In F- Florence, Mississippi.
1: Florence, Mississippi. Okay. Yes, sir. Um, all right, so let's move on to this, and being that we've already talked about him going to jail for two years, having that those Xanax, which, of course, Xanax are not illegal, but um, if you have them and you're not supposed to have them, that, that, that could be problems, and that sounds like. Um, well,
2: back then it was illegal,
0: um,
2: but while he was in, they actually changed the law, and he still didn't get out. He still okay. didn't get out.
1: Okay. Now when he got out of uh jail, uh I I just have to ask, did he ever go back to jail for anything? No, sir. Okay. And being once again that this is a, a drug charge. Um, did uh once he got out and once again in those next seven years before he went missing, did you have any addictions uh to anything that you knew about or maybe that you found about found out about after the fact?
2: No, it's like the thing about it is, dollar. To me, now this is in my this is in my frame of mind. Mm-hmm. To me, somebody that's addicted has to have it. Um, I worked in the medical field for years, and if you have an addiction, you have to have it. it I mean, you have to have it daily. Mm-hmm. He did. He wouldn't like that. Okay. If he fell off the wagon or anything like that. He'd be right back. He could go years at a time.
1: So, would you say that he was uh, doing drugs during that time, up until his disappearance?
2: Uh, I, I know because he was saved. I think he had had some problems and got down on himself again. Mm-hmm. But when he 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 was saved prior to coming up missing. Mm-hmm. And I still, I have his Bible. That's the one thing that I wanted right. that was his, because his Bible was laying out on his bed, and Joshua 1, 9 was highlighted. Mm-hmm. Um, he would say, he would sit up with his girlfriend reading the Bible. They would read the Bible with her little boy. Mm. Um, I don't know what happened. I mean, I honestly, I don't know what happened.
1: Okay. Let's let's move on on to this, and being that he was, in, and this is public information, so I, I have to ask about it, but while he was in jail, did he join in a gang?
2: Uh, yes, sir. One of the things that, since Scott came up missing, um, somebody reached out to me, and the one thing, you would just have to know Scott. I mean, his personality was just, he refused to join a gang when he was in there. And this boy that reached out to me, he said, I just felt like I needed to tell you he did not want to join. And I Mm -hmm. told him, this is being the guy that called me, he said, I told him if he did not join in here, he would not make it out of here.
0: Mm.
2: I even asked somebody that I know. And I said, "Is it true that he would not have made?" He said, safety he would have never made it out of that place." I said, "This is Kim. He said, "He never would have made it out of there."
1: Okay. And which uh, what gang would this have been?
2: Um S.C.R.
1: What do, you're you're gonna have to probably say the full name for those of us that the Thomas
2: City, Thomas City, 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 Royal.
1: Okay. Alright, and to your knowledge once again to your knowledge, I realize you were not around him every second once he got out of jail, but for those next seven years, do you believe he had any contact with anybody in the gang? Did he commit any crimes with this gang? Was he involved with it in any way? Once again to your knowledge.
2: No, sir. And I've even asked this question and it's no sir. And that's the definite.
1: Okay. All right, let's move on to this. Um and this is taking us up, um you know, much closer to the time of his disappearance, but it is something that, um, you know, in our previous conversation, Stacy, that I think figured very prominent, stood very prominent in my mind, was this pullover story that uh, it seems to me all these years later, we're still not exactly clear on all of it. it uh, I have it in my notes that it happened two weeks before he went missing. Why don't you explain… Um, This pullover story allegedly got pulled over, but there's no paperwork, et cetera. Why don't you explain that to the listeners?
2: Um, Yes, sir. Two weeks prior, approximately two weeks prior to him coming up missing, he was pulled over. Um, And he was pulled over in Brandon, Mississippi. And Brandon supposedly took him to Pearl, Mississippi. Um, which Carl was in Rankin County as well. Um, He was supposedly pulled over for a suspended driver's license. Um, Mm -hmm. I had asked about it because I already knew about it. And when he came up missing, I asked about it, and they couldn't find any records on him. And I said, well, we know he got pulled over because, you know, there were people that had to go get him. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, there's
2: no record of it. We can't find anything, Stacey. Well, there's two witnesses. He called his girlfriend at the time and told her that he had been picked up and that they told him he had a suspended license. They took him in. And he kept telling her, I've paid it. I've taken care of it." And she got up there She had to pay them $100, which she told me, this is Skyler's girlfriend. She said, I thought that was very strange because they let me get Sky. I paid them $100 cash, and somebody that worked with him actually drove his truck away from there. And she said, they didn't impound the truck or anything, and I thought that was strange. Mm -hmm. But they cannot find one record of any of this. I've even asked, well, now you have witnesses, cash exchange, and and there's no documentation? Nothing.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Where did uh, this girlfriend pick him up at?
2: Pick him up at the Pearl Police Department.
1: Pearl Police Department. Okay, in Pearl, Mississippi. Yes, sir. And, uh, is it your understanding, did, uh, I mean, was this like the same day he got pulled over and got picked up at the police department on the same day?
2: Yes, sir. All
1: right, it wasn't like he spent overnight in jail or anything like that?
2: No, sir. No, sir. He immediately called her when they got him to Pearl.
1: Mm
2: hmm He called her. She went and picked up somebody that worked, I think it was his boss's cousin. Mm hmm And they drove up there together. He paid them, according to her, the $100, and she got Scott, and the other guy drove his truck home.
1: Okay. Do you, uh, at that point, your understanding, did was Scott's, uh, did he end up getting, I mean, we know this was two weeks before he went missing, but to your knowledge, did that ever get straightened out? Was his license ever figured out, or is that was his license still suspended at the time of his disappearance?
2: His license was not suspended Wasn't at the time he disappeared.
1: Okay. No. And so what you're also saying is it was not suspended at the time you got pulled over? I do
2: not – no, sir. I do not believe it was.
1: Okay. <laughs> Did Sky ever tell his girlfriend – and we're not going to mention her name – or you or his brother or anybody else? I mean, was, do you think this the was sir, a mis- –
2: i I guess he had when I called a... his brother, mhm, sir, please. He had called his brother prior to all of this. His brother had his and I don't know how to put this, but his brother he had his brother's checkbook, his brother had left his checkbook with him with scholar mm-hmm. okay, and scholar had called his brother this was I don't even know how many weeks before this was. And I told, asked his brother about writing a check out because he needed to go get his license. The only check that was missing out of my other son's checkbook was to the Mississippi Department of Transportation for Scholar's license.
1: Do you know if that check ever got
2: cashed? He had paid paid for it.
1: Okay. And so that check did get cashed?
2: Yes, it was by the Mississippi Department. Yes, sir.
1: Okay. But the issue, though, is that Skysay was believing, I guess, that his his license was not suspended. The police said it was suspended. Do you believe that this was just some paperwork snafu or something else?
2: Ah, uh, sir, I have—I honest to goodness, I do not even know what to even think. All right. Because you know, his his girlfriend went there and paid the same amount. Yeah. That he had You know, so, I mean, I I don't understand that, and there's no documentation, so that's one thing I don't understand, and nobody seems to be able to give any answers on it.
1: Okay. So, uh, maybe, uh, I'll try to simplify this, I guess, for the listeners, is that this guy's driving along, he gets pulled over for some reason, I I don't even know, uh, you know, they wouldn't necessarily know that he had his license if even if it's true or not true he would have had to have committed some other traffic violation for them to even find that out we don't even know what that is right
2: Yeah, he wasn't even he was just pulled over that like she said okay his, his girlfriend said he was just pulled over in brandon and brandon transported him to pearl
1: okay but she was not with him she's just going by what sky said yes sir. all right he was by himself when he got pulled over
2: uh, I believe she was with him.
1: Oh, she was?
2: hmm Okay. Yes, sir.
1: Okay, so... Because
2: he, he kept telling her he had taken care of this. hmm That's the one thing she told me. She said, Ms. Stacy, he kept telling me, I've taken care of this. I've taken care of this. And she knew nothing about the checkbook or anything as far as that that check was written out of...
1: The well, I guess I'm a little here confused here, Stacey, because if she was with him, then they would just take her, and then she wouldn't need to call somebody to go pick up the truck because she would be in the truck.
2: Uh-uh, they didn't, they didn't know. I, I don't know exactly what happened. I really don't. Right, I don't so. know if... I don't know on that. That's I really okay. don't. All
1: right, that's probably something that uh, seems uh, uh, a little foggy to me, but I think the point we're trying to make yeah. here is that... It seems there's a situation where he got pulled over uh, for a suspended mm-hmm. license that might not have been suspended, but almost, you know four and a half, almost five years later, there's no documentation you've ever been shown that that was what actually happened. They can't
2: find any documentation. Okay, can't find
1: it. Well, it, okay. they can't find it. That doesn't mean – of course, it doesn't mean it doesn't exist, but they can't find it. Okay, and uh, we're just – uh, not quite sure. Maybe maybe there's a perfectly logical explanation, but I thought we needed to talk about it. Being that this happened a couple weeks just you know before he disappeared, kind of um, yes, sir. it seems the story still seems a little vague. Four and a half years later. All right, you did mention um, Sky's brother, and he left his checkbook. Yes, My understanding that uh, his brother was in the military, and he went back uh, back into the service. And um, he left Sky this uh, checkbook. If you can say how much money was in the checkbook, and uh, when did how long was it before Sky went missing? That your his brother went back in. Talk a little bit about that.
2: Um, when Sky's brother left, going back to Iraq, right, he left uh his checkbook, and he said if. You need anything if Mama, which Mama was what he called his grandmother, needs mm-hmm. anything or Mama or anybody needs anything, all you have to do is write a check. When Scott came up missing, that's the one thing I think everybody hopped up when they realized Scott had access to whatever money he wanted. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of money in that account. And nothing was the checkbook was sitting up in his room, and his Bible was opened up on his bed. His bed was made up, Um, Mm -hmm. but there was there were thousands of dollars in this checking account, and nothing was written out of it except for the one check to on Skyler's driver's license.
1: Okay, so what we're saying here is that it sounds to me like uh, Sky was very disciplined with his brother's money. It wasn't a situation as We would probably suspect if Skye was underhanded or he had an addiction or something, we know how fast that money would disappear. And what you know is that except for this check that he wrote for this this driver license thing, he didn't use any of that money at all.
2: None of it. And the one thing about it that I think his brother addressed on Crime Watch Daily when it was on, um, his brother did an interview with them, and like he said – Um, His brother worked on—worked offshore. He and Scott lived together. And Scott wrote all the bills out. He paid all the bills. Scott worked in construction. His brother worked on the oil rig, worked offshore. Scott never took any money. He said, I depended on him to write, you know,
1: Mm -hmm. to pay
2: the the bills. Okay. And that's one thing that his brother has said on Crime Watch Daily on that interview that he said— he wouldn't
1: take anything from anybody. Okay. All right. So that's to me that shows that um, Sky was not really having a lot of issues in his life because, okay. as we all know, uh, as we've heard many times on this program and other situations, that uh, that uh, unfortunately some of these missing people who uh, are not very disciplined at all. And this guy seems like a different type of person here. Okay. All right now. Oh gosh, we'll just...
2: I mean, he was too...
1: Please.
2: Sir. I'm sorry.
1: That's all right, please. What were you gonna say? <laughs>
2: no, that guy was very he was very, very I mean, I talked to him the week before and it was raining so they couldn't work. They were framing a house. Mhm. And he was eating bologna sandwiches every day. Huh. Okay. He was very – I mean, he
1: could make it. If he had to make it, he could make it. Okay. All right, now we're just going to mention some names. We're just going to talk about these people in general terms. Uh, we will get into the specifics of them later. But the first name I'm going to mention – and these are names that are that are out there uh, in the public now, but I, I just want to cover them a little bit now. Travis Brewer, um, how did Sky and Travis know each other would you call them close friends just in general uh, who is travis brewer
2: i had never heard him even mention travis brewer hmm. um the way he met the way he met travis brewer was he worked on vehicles for people sometimes mhm and from our understanding that's why he was over there at his house, when he came up missing because he had some things going wrong with his truck, cranking, and he was getting Travis to look
1: at it. All right, so Travis, to be clear, we don't want to get confused with the pronouns. So Travis was the one who uh, worked on cars, and um, Skye is the one who wanted uh, Travis to look at his truck. Yes, sir. Okay. I
2: mean, he knew. He knew. Travis, from working mm-hmm. from him working on vehicles, he had mm-hmm. worked on a vehicle at Skyler's uncle's house a year, well, about two years before oh. Sky came
0: up
2: missing. So he knew who he was, but it was not a main person he hung out with. Okay. I guess is what I need to say. All
1: right. you. Once again, you had never even heard Travis Brewer's name until after Sky went missing.
2: Exactly. Okay.
1: Let's move on to this uh, guy's name, Matthew McCoy. Kind of the same thing. Had never heard of him until Sky went missing?
2: I had never heard his name, period. And as far as I know, nobody else had either. Okay. They said they knew that Travis had worked on vehicles for his uncle and for him in the past, but nobody's ever heard Matthew McCoy's name.
1: Okay. Um, Is there even any proof... That Sky and Matthew had ever met each other at all, any proof of that?
2: No, sir. Okay. No, sir. There's no proof of that. Okay,
1: let's uh, move it on to this. Um, you did say that uh, Sky had a girlfriend at the time. I'm, I would never I'm not saying you have to name her name, say her name. But uh, how long were they going out? How often did they see each other? What do you know about that?
2: They saw each other basically every day. Wow. She and Skye were recently, like, gosh, October of um, Mm -hmm. 2015, both of them were saved together Mm -hmm. at the same church, went to church and got saved together. Like I said, she told me they did so many things together, and it was all about... God didn't ever believe on giving up on anybody. He thought everybody had good in them. You just had to look for it in some.
1: Okay. So they were a couple uh since two thousand fifteen. So they'd been together for a little while.
2: Well they were a couple, they were a couple before that. Okay. They were they were together probably I would say probably two and a half years.
1: Wow. Okay. And um being that uh, Sky was taking care of his grandmother. Do you think she was going over there and staying there as well? Or... Oh, yes, sir. Okay, so they she were. She all... was going,
2: She would go over there and see Sky. They would cook for his memo and do things for his memo. But like she told me, his, he always called her and let her know where he was, what time he would be there.
1: Mhm. Okay. The last
2: call on his phone was to his memo.
1: Okay. Speaking of the phone, just in general, uh we'll t- talk about it uh a lot more later. but would you say that Sky used his phone often every day, like using uh, oh, yes, texting calling ain't it, ain't it, apps et cetera
2: absolutely, and he kept it on him all the time because of his grandmother,
1: okay. And so we've already talked about, uh, he was. so you would say in general that Sky was living with his, his uh, what you're calling his mama at the time? That's what you would say?
2: Yes. Okay. Yes he, yes, he was with her all. He cooked for her. He did everything for her.
1: Okay. Now, what about you? Uh, of course, you're Sky's mother. How often did you see him or talk to him generally around that time of, you know, 2016? How often did he come over to see you? Did you live close to each other? What was the situation?
2: We did not live close to each other, but we talked all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, He was actually supposed to come help me move that Saturday. Okay.
1: All right. So how how far did you live away from where he was staying with his grandmother?
2: About an hour and a half. About
1: an hour and a half. When would you say was the last time you saw Skye? Before he went missing. How long before that?
2: A couple of weeks. A couple of weeks.
1: Uh, all right, so he's working in construction. He has this girlfriend uh, for two and a half years. It sounds like they're close. She's even helping him take care of his grandmother. And uh, things seem fine. He has this money that his brother left him in case anything bad happens. But, of course, we he didn't tap into that. So we come up here to June 2nd. Um, and of course, this is now well after he was, uh, in, you know, well after when he was in jail. Um, uh, but things seem, you know, it seems, although he didn't get to go to the military and do some of these things, he thinks it sounds like he got a lot of stuff straightened out. And do we, almost five years later, um, we're doing this interview on February 8th, 2021. Do we know anything about the... Sky's movements for that day. We'll talk about the video later. But um, do we know anything about Sky's movements for the day of June second, twenty sixteen? No, sir. Um, did his girlfriend? Did you know? I, I'm guessing that you've maybe kept in contact with his girlfriend. Did she see him that day? Did he start out the day at the at the grandmother's? Did she see him? Did she talk to him? Uh, anybody talk to him on the phone, text? Uh, did he have to go to work that day? What, any of that? Anything at all?
2: Um, she talked to him. Um, his girlfriend was out of town. Mm-hmm. Um, his grandmother—that was the last phone call he made on June, Well, that was June the, yeah, June the second. Um, he um had texted me on June the second mm-hmm. and told me he loved me, and that's that's all I have.
1: That's mm. it. Okay. And what were the times and, and dates? Or we know the date, but the times of those communications.
2: Um, he had texted grandmother, uh, on the second um that night that evening. hmm He had texted me also that evening.
1: Okay.
2: No, early evening. Early evening. It All right. So let's maybe evening, say like six o'clock. Yes, sir.
1: Okay. Uh, that text, all it did was say, I love you. Um, did you find that, uh, unusual? Did you find that strange?
2: I did, and I tried to call him back and couldn't get him. Okay. But I knew he was telling me, he was going to be coming to help me move. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. needless to say, he didn't.
1: Okay, so it was just... Once again, just to be very specific on this, when he texted you that early evening, it was just those three words. It wasn't, "Hey mom, I'm here doing this. I love you." It was just, "I love you." Three words.
2: No, I love you, mom.
1: I love you, mom. Okay, but no No, other context.
2: No. Mm
1: No. Okay. No. No context to where he was or what he was doing or who he was with.
2: That's all.
1: Okay. All right, so that's June 2nd of 2016. Um, Being, once again, that I'm guessing you talked to his uh, girlfriend, I don't know what kind of relationship you have with her now. But um, where did she think he was on June 2nd? Being that she was out of town, where did she think he was on June 2nd? Any ideas?
2: She had uh, had told her he was going over to Travis's. Travis Brewers, to have some work done on his vehicle.
1: Okay. All right. So let's move up to now June 3rd. And what we're going to do first is we're going to go just through the quote-unquote official story. And then, of course, afterwards, we will talk about uh, maybe some of the flaws uh, of um, this timeline. Uh, We'll eventually get to that. But, what is the timeline uh, the official timeline, and let's just start with uh the stolen truck um let's start you can start the timeline there and and what happens
2: on the stolen truck,
1: yeah, we're gonna start there with Matthew McCoy stealing travis once again i we i between us, I realize that there's reasons that make sure you think something else is going on, but this is the official story that is out there right now uh in twenty twenty one regarding the stolen truck. Where uh start there. When was when was um, Travis's truck stolen? Who stole it, etc.?
2: Um supposedly it was stolen on the morning of the third.
0: And
2: from my understanding. hmm And Schuyler, he asked Scholar to go with him to help him find the truck. Okay. And the last one, the last, one of the things that was on Schuyler's phone was how to ping an iPhone location.
1: Hmm. Okay. Well,
2: um, and because supposedly Travis Burr's phone was in the truck when it was stolen. Mm-hmm. Um, they went, is this where you want me to go with that?
1: Uh, I, uh, I will jump in right here and, and say, so So in the early morning hours of June 3rd, Matthew McCoy, along with his uh, girlfriend at the time, steal Travis Brewer's truck. To your knowledge, Matthew and Travis' friends, enemies, do you have any idea?
2: Um, I, to my understanding, they're friends.
1: Okay. And when the truck just gets stolen, when, and you're once again, I realize you weren't there, but to the best of your understanding, when does Travis realize that his truck has been stolen?
2: When they get up on the morning of the third.
1: Okay, and 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 so Sky is there. Yeah. So Sky and Tra- is over Travis's, and while they're asleep. Um. Matthew allegedly shows up with his girlfriend and steals Travis's uh, truck. Does Travis, at that point, that morning of J- June 3rd, which is a Friday, does he make a call to 911 saying his truck has been stolen or anything like that?
2: No sir. Okay.
1: But instead, as you stated, it seems using uh, Sky's phone, he does a search for how to track a lost uh, phone, iPhone.
2: Yes, sir, but he did not download the app onto his phone.
1: Onto Travis's the phone.
2: app was the app oh. the app he was just searching on his phone mm-hmm. on how to locate an app. You can't locate supposedly a burn phone, supposedly only you can do a smartphone.
1: Right. Right. Okay. So and so what happens next? So Travis um so, notices his truck is stolen. Sky's there now. Travis also has uh, a, a girl there as well. Amanda, correct? Yes, sir. Okay, and Amanda has a child. And what do they do? Allegedly,
2: they all get in her. They all get in her car and supposedly head out to find the truck.
1: Okay. And there is a video, and we'll come back to this video later, but allegedly there is a video of them that day of June 3rd um, at a convenience store. You've seen this video? Yes, sir. All right. And is Sky and Travis on it?
2: Yes, they are.
1: Okay.
2: And the little, and the little girl.
1: Okay. And they are in whose vehicle?
2: Amanda Morris.
1: All right, and that is Travis's girlfriend. And do you know if uh, Amanda's child, is that Travis's child or not? Do you know? Yes, they had Travis's
2: child within the store
1: with them. Okay, so Travis and Amanda have a child together. Okay. What do you remember, if you have in your notes there, what time, we'll get back to the date later, but what time of day was it that they were allegedly at this convenience store?
2: Um, around 9, 9.40 something
1: in the morning. Okay. All right, so we can see a scenario. Travis gets up, his truck is missing. I don't know if it's clear who who he thought stole it, but he doesn't call it in, which seems kind of strange to me, but they, they decide that they're going to try to track the truck using, uh, using Travis's phone, which was in his truck.
2: Yes. All right. Which is
1: strange. All right. Well, yeah, we're just going by the official story. We're going to explain why some of these things don't quite make sense eventually. But I just want everybody to understand uh, the official story that they are going to see in in, in quite a few different places. All right. So they get up. uh, They decide they're going to take it into their own hands of trying to track this truck down uh, using this app, believing that Travis's phone is in this truck. They go to this convenience store. And where does uh this trip um three adults and one child, where does this trip take them?
2: To bridges where right? I surprised the
1: Okay. And there just happens to be a video uh on a house there, correct? Yes, sir. Alright, and what does that video show?
2: Shows that car pulling into Bridges Road, Amanda Morris' car, pulling into Bridges Road.
1: Okay. Is it your understanding that the reason they went onto Bridges Road is because that's where the phone was pinging from?
2: That is what we were told. All
1: right. And
2: that was, That's Travis Burr's story.
1: Okay. And we'll get back to, once again, the reason some of these things may have some flaws in them. So... They're at the convenience store, then what we would say very quickly after that, they are seen on the video uh, of this house. Uh, for whatever reason, this house has yes. video outside, I don't know. but And so what is the story that Travis tells later? They get out there, and what happens?
2: He said that him and Scholar got out of the vehicle. Skylar went one way, and he went the other. And... He came back around and he couldn't find Sky. He got back to the car and Amanda, which was the, his girlfriend, or mm-hmm. his wife. Yeah. Um and the child were in the car. They said they were hot. Mhm. They had no air conditioner in the car. So he took supposedly took left and took him home, took them home.
1: And left Sky there. Couldn't find him, left him there. Yeah. Off of Bridges Road. And yes. listeners know I will be doing a map video on YouTube to explain some of these things. Uh, I think this is very important in this particular case. All right. So they go out to the woods. Do you have any idea how long Travis was out in the woods before he came back? Does the video show how long they were in the woods before they came back out of the woods in the car?
2: Nobody's ever really said. All
1: right. So it could be ten minutes. It could be an hour. It wasn't long. wasn't long. Okay. So only Travis comes back, and because Amanda and her child are, are hot, um, they leave Sky there. And we really are not still not sure. I guess what you're saying is how long they were actually out there. Uh, Travis was out there in the woods before they came back out. Um, to your knowledge, after Travis went back with Amanda and her child, did he ever drive back out there himself? Try, you know, did he ever try to call Scott, Sky, anything like that?
2: He did not. Um, he came back, but they spotted the car coming back out there again, mm-hmm. um, which he said he came back out there to look for Scott, but the strange thing was, they said he, this is a dead end road. They said he never, it's like he went up the road and turned around and came right back out. He didn't have time to look for Scott. So that's always been a question, too.
1: Mm -hmm. Why did
2: he even go back out there when he just turns around and comes right back
1: out? Okay, so what you're saying is uh, he he goes by by this house, you see the video, and then let's just say a minute later the car comes back going the opposite direction.
2: Yes, sir. Okay.
1: All right, then uh, we have to talk about this. Um, There is a note. And we unfortunately, we don't know when it was written, but it's presumably after Sky our uh, Travis went out there the second time by himself, made that very quick stop there sometime after that he went to Skye's uncle's house, and what did he do?
2: um Skye's uncle was in he had been over there to work on a car um two years before Skye came up missing. Mm -hmm. Um, for Skye's uncle, so he knew where his uncle lived, so he drove over there and left a note not knowing that Skye's uncle was in Florida, and they would not get back until the 4th. The note said, this is Travis Brewer, Skye's friend. I'm worried something bad has happened to Skye, and he put two numbers at the bottom of the envelope. Wow.
1: So he kind of just put this on the outside of the door, like in the door jam or something like that?
2: Yes, sir. His uncle found it on Saturday morning of the 4th when he got back home from Florida from vacation. Okay. That's why we don't have the time on right. those notes.
1: Okay. Um, how far does the uncle live away from Bridges Road?
2: He lives in Pearl, Mississippi. He lives probably 20 minutes.
1: Okay. So Travis, seemingly, I mean, he did. I mean, the note was there. We can't deny that. It's in his writing. It has his phone numbers on it. Uh, We've got to believe that he was the one that left the note. So he kind of maybe does the the responsible thing. Maybe he doesn't know the uncle's phone number. Maybe he doesn't know your number. Um, but he tries to let somebody know something's going on. But at any time before that note showed up there, did uh, did Travis ever call nine one one to say that Sky was missing? Did he ever even call nine one about his truck?
2: Not, to, not to our knowledge. Okay.
1: All right, all right. So we uh, still, so we have to remember it, at least at this point, late June third of of twenty sixteen, that now Sky is missing, and it doesn't seem like when they went out there they found the truck either. So we move into June fourth. That's when the the note was found, but at the same time, um the truck was found um where was it found? Who found it? Where was it?
2: Travis Brewer found it to my knowledge, that's who found it um, okay it was on the side of twenty on the side of twenty
1: mhm,
2: and it was uh it was beat up on both sides,
1: okay. Was it not like that when it got stolen?
2: No, sir. All
1: right, so whoever stole it, we now know Matthew McCoy did it, but we'll get to that in a second. So seemingly after Matt took it, uh, he damaged it, wrecked it up. Mm
2: -hmm. Yes, sir. Okay.
1: Did Travis come across his truck by accident? Do you even know how? Did he use this pinging mechanism? Do you even know how he ended up finding his own truck?
2: I have. I have no idea, sir. Right. No, I don't.
1: So the police have never told you that four and a half years later? No, sir. Okay. Would you say that your understanding of where the truck was, was it kind of near Bridges Road, kind of, even within a few miles?
2: Um, It was found on the side of 20, which the highway that runs parallel to Bridges Road was mm-hmm. 20. Okay. But it was found in a direction going towards Times Community College. On that spot. I don't know exactly
1: how far that is. Okay. So maybe in the general area, but not the specific area?
2: Yes, sir.
1: Okay. And I once again, I'll be doing a map so people can see this.
2: Okay. All right.
1: And so the truck, uh, do you know when he found it? Was it Saturday morning that, tra- that Travis found it?
2: Uh, he found it that day.
1: On, on because your, when he
2: called in and called nine one one, to my understanding, was he found his truck?
1: All right, so he did end up calling nine one one, but not until after he found his truck.
2: Yes, sir. That's what he said in the call to nine one one.
1: Okay. Was anybody with him when they found the truck? Did it get towed? Uh, what is the, what is the situation? What was the situation? I don't
2: even know who was with it. He found it. It was not towed.
1: Um, But at any time, when he called 911, this is probably an important question, after he found the truck, during that 911 call, did he ever mention that his buddy Skye is missing?
2: Not until the end of the conversation.
1: Alright, but he did mention it. Yes, sir. Okay. Let's move on to this. Um, Matthew McCoy, um, how did they, do you have any idea? How uh, it was determined that Matthew McCoy and his girlfriend stole that truck?
2: They just went by what Brewer had said.
1: So is that
2: my understanding? Okay. So Brewer d- said Matthew McCoy, Matthew McCoy, stole the truck. Now, that's my understanding, okay. and I think. Matthew McCoy up on Grand Theft Auto charges
1: after the fact. Well, I guess we're wondering how did Travis know that it was Matthew McCoy who stole the truck. Do you have any idea? Did he see it happen? Did Matthew McCoy no, uh sir. you know, threaten Travis at some point in the past? Hey, if you don't do this, I'm gonna steal your truck. Anything like that? Uh, no, sir, I have no idea. No idea. So somehow they've f- Somehow Travis knows that Matthew McCoy stole his truck, and um, but why, you know, why he didn't just call 911 when it actually happened, and knowing who did it, uh, that's a little confusing. Why did he call 911 after the fact? Okay, and we have to remember that Matthew McCoy was not alone. He was with his girlfriend, and that's going to play an important role. So Matthew McCoy, when were he and his girlfriend caught? No idea. Okay. Uh, I'm going to guess they weren't, like, it wasn't outstanding for months. Would you say that they were, uh, Matthew McCoy was tracked down within a few days?
2: Oh, yes, sir. They had, yes, sir. He was, arrest- it was within okay the, a day or two. All right,
1: that's what I'm asking you. So the truck is found sorry, on the yes. Saturday, and how soon after that do you think that Matthew McCoy and his girlfriend were taken into custody?
2: Like that Monday.
1: Okay. To your knowledge, it was
2: Sunday or Monday, I'm not sure
1: on that. All okay. right. So fairly quickly, to your knowledge, at any time, yes, um, did Matthew McCoy has it ever gotten back to you the reason that Matthew McCoy gave for stealing Travis's truck?
2: No, sir. Nobody's ever said. Okay.
1: So where were you? Um, when do you find out? How do you find out? that sky is missing. Where were you? Who told you? Um, Where were you? What what was going on?
2: Um, I did animal-assisted therapy at Sack, which was a children's detention center. I was there Saturday morning on the 4th. I finished at 12 o'clock at lunch and was pulling out of there in Meridian, Mississippi when I got a phone call from his dad Telling me what that he had gotten the letter and what it said, and I said, Call 911, I'm on my way. Um, I got there around three o'clock, and he told me about the Bridges Road and all that. He had actually talked to Brewer,
1: Mm -hmm.
2: his father had called the number on that envelope, right? Okay, and um, so when I got to he called 911 when I got to, and I drove from Meridian to Bridges Road, was getting out of my car, and this was approximately about 3, 3.30, and I was getting out of my car. I didn't even know it was a dead-end road. I just pulled up on Two Bridges Road, which is a red dirt road, was getting out of my car, and I was going to go out there in the woods. And a deputy comes up the road, and he said, what are you doing? And I said, I'm just going to go in least woods and find my son. And he said, what are you talking about? And I said, my son is missing. And he said, there's nobody missing. And oh. granted, they got the call at 1 a.m. or 1 in the morning. And this is at between 3 and 3.30, and he still doesn't know my son is missing. They never sent anybody out there. He said, "There's nobody missing out here," mm-hmm. and I said, "Yes, there are." And so he got on his radio and he called, and that when somebody they he found out eventually that they were doing a missing persons report on him.
1: So when you say three, th- he did not
2: know anything about it.
1: Okay. Where? So when you say three thirty, do you mean in the afternoon of Saturday?
2: In the afternoon, yes. Okay. Thursday, this I'm would have start. been the day
1: that you were expecting Sky to come over and help you move. Yes, sir. Okay. So you get this call. You find out this information. Uh, Travis, I guess, mentions that, yeah, it was out in Bridges Road. That's how you know to go out there. And while you're out there, this this police officer's out there.
2: Yes, sir. He's coming up the road. And like I said, I didn't realize it was a dead end road at the time. Mm-hmm. And I told him about my son was missing. He gets on his radio. He said, nobody's been out here. This, there's no tracks. up this it's rained for two days. There's not going to be any tracks on a red dirt road. Then eventually he, he t- told me, he said, well, you don't even need to be out here.
1: So, so
2: I ended, I had to leave. I had to leave.
1: Okay, so would you say that it was a coincidence that you just happened to run, run into this uh, police officer while you were out there?
2: Yes, sir. All right, he it, just happened. It was a, it was a, it was a sheriff's deputy. Uh, all
1: right, sheriff's, the sheriff's deputy. deputy. Okay, so this sheriff's deputy, once again, your understanding is it's just coincidence that you ended up being on Bridges Road where Travis and Sky had been 24 hours before that, and this deputy is on the road too. He just happens to be there when you're there. I
2: know, yet they'd never seen, he didn't even know anybody was missing.
1: So he and says. And
2: it was once. Yeah. It's so always, yeah.
1: So he said I heard
2: him on the radio. He was on mm-hmm. his radio in the call with the window brought down.
1: Okay. I, I guess I, I'm trying to figure out the odds of you going out to Bridges Road. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's a sheriff's deputy, so he, he would be responsible for the whole county. I don't know how many deputies they have on, on duty at one time. But it is kind of strange. You're out in Bridges Road, which is not that long of a road, and it's a dead end. And he just happens to be out there, too.
2: Yes,
1: sir. Okay. Um, I
2: understand exactly.
1: Okay, so you're out there. You went out there by yourself, or you with other people? Did anybody else come out there to help you, or or what?
2: No, sir. I was by myself. Okay.
1: When you heard the story uh, that Sky would go search for this uh, truck with Travis, uh, did that sound reasonable to you? No. Okay. All right. Let's move on to this. Obviously, you encounter the sheriff's deputy. Um are there searches done at Bridges Road? Um do they um have any search parties, any uh helicopters, any planes, uh anybody go out there looking for Sky on Bridges Road? No,
2: sir. They were still at, they were still at his dad's house doing the missing persons report mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
1: Have any searches, uh, how many complete searches, how many searches have been done? Any around that time?
2: Um, yes, that Sunday.
1: Okay. And what And what went on there?
2: Um, they brought helicopters in. They oh, okay. brought um, dogs and horses in. They said that the dogs, the horses, one of the horses got hurt, and they said they couldn't search one area out there. Um, But they flew helicopters and planes, and Mm -hmm. the one thing I didn't understand, and I still don't understand, and you might can explain this to me, heat sensors. Heat sensors are not going to pick up anybody if they've been dead for a period of time. Correct?
1: Uh, uh, You're probably right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: They made this big thing out of, they flew planes with heat sensors and this, that, and the other. And I was sitting there, I told my sister, my sister came. She was there by the time I got off of Bridges Road and got it to the Sheriff's Department. She was there. My sister came from Louisiana with her family. Mm-hmm. And she was there with me when, when, the whole time all this was going on as well. Mm. But they did not start searching at 1 o'clock
1: in the morning when I got that phone call. Okay. So these searches were done. It sounds like they're fairly complete. It sounds like they're trying to do what they can. And, in fact, we just had another disappearance on Unfound where uh, similar searches were done with helicopters heat-seeking, and um, that was un- those were unsuccessful as well. So they gave it a shot. Couldn't find anything. Uh Did they find anything that could approve that Sky was out there at all, except just by taking Travis and Amanda's word?
2: They took their word because they told us at the time that was all they had to go on.
1: Okay, that makes a lot of sense. However, Travis did get arrested uh, at some point in here. Do you know why?
2: Um, they arrested him and Amanda both for paraphernalia being in their home. Gave them one of the highest bonds they've ever given on a misdemeanor.
1: Okay, and when did this...
2: the judge said... Sir?
1: Please, please continue, I'm sorry. Please continue.
2: Um, because this was on Monday, because the judge believed that Travis did know where... What happened to Scott where he was? Right? Mm-hmm.
1: He set the bond very high. Uh, how is it that the police were in Travis's uh, place anyway? Are Are we saying, I mean, are we saying that the police came over to talk to Travis about his truck or the disappearance and he just, you know, he knows the police are coming over and he just leaves drug paraphernalia just lying around?
2: I have no idea. Okay.
1: All right, but he gets arrested. All we were
2: told on Monday, mm-hmm. that's all we were told, is they went, they went to pick up mm-hmm. both of them, and they got them on paraphernalia charges.
1: Okay. Now, I, all right, and uh, so they bond. Do you know if uh, Travis or Amanda ever ever spent any time in jail for uh, that, or do you even know what happened with that?
2: They spent approximately a month.
1: Wow. Okay. Okay.
2: In- in jail.
1: All right. Now, though, uh, it's a, I, I do have in my notes here that Travis, at some point, I don't know if it was right there before he got charged with anything or after, he was talking about Sky and women. Um, when did this happen? Why did it happen?
2: Um, he was talking to his dad about when his dad called, when his dad called the number, when he got the note. Okay. Um. His dad said that he said, one thing I could say about Man, he always got the good-looking women. He always had good-looking women. And I told his dad, I said, did you not understand he was talking in past tense? Mm. And he said, Stacy, I never even, I mean, we were both, we were all a mess during that first week.
1: Right. All he right, so... Even, so so for some reason uh Travis is talking to Skye's father about Skye being missing and Travis wants to talk about how Skye could get women.
2: Could always got the good looking women. Yeah,
1: right. Even That's whether he's fine. Yeah, well, whether he's talking in the present tense or the past tense, that seems like a strange topic to bring up.
2: Really does, really does. Okay. Yep.
1: Alright. So Travis, uh, the police go over there. I guess he and Amanda just aren't very smart. They get charged with the, those crimes, and they ended up, like you said, spending a month in jail. All right, so let's now move on to this. So Sky's is missing. They uh, try to do a search for him. Of course, nothing turned up. The truck, Travis's truck, was found by Travis himself in the general area of Bridges Road. Uh, Matthew McCoy is caught. His girlfriend is caught, and we'll get. We're going to talk about that point here in a moment. Uh, but Travis and his and and Amanda, um, his girlfriend or wife, I think it's just girlfriend, but they uh, get in trouble for drug paraphernalia. They're, they're going to spend some time in jail. But Sky's still missing, and Travis is talking in the past tense. All those things that we've covered. Let's move on to this. Now Matthew McCoy, Travis says that Matthew. Uh, stole the truck along with Matthew's girlfriend. To your knowledge, did Matthew McCoy ever spend even one day in jail for stealing that truck?
2: Not to my knowledge. Okay.
1: And four and a half years later, once again, we're doing this interview on February 8th, 2021, and the accepted, I'm not saying we necessarily believe that, but the accepted disappearance date of Sky is June 3rd, 2016, so that's time frame, four and a half years, has it ever been explained to you exactly how Matthew stole Travis's truck? Did he hotwire it? Did he get the keys? Did he have a spare set of keys? Has that ever been explained to you in four and a half years?
2: No, sir, it has not.
1: All right. So, and so the police haven't explained it to you. Travis haven't hasn't explained it to you. Um, Amanda hasn't explained it to you. Even Matthew or anybody else, nobody's ever explained that to you. Uh, okay. All right. So that's a little. Uh, that's still something that is very much up in the air, and maybe it's something that could cause people's minds to go in a couple uh, different directions. So let's move on to this. Uh, Sky goes missing. Um, of course, somebody. I'm a little worried about the grandmother at this point. If he was taking care of her, how did she get through all of this? Being that he wasn't around, what I'm happened scared. there?
2: She was placed in a nursing home.
1: She was. Okay. Yes.
2: Yeah.
1: Now you told me though that you went over there and you uh I guess to his grandmother's and in Skye's room, uh his Bible was open and why don't you tell that to the listeners? What did you see?
2: Um, when walk when they walked in walked in Scholar's room, um his Bible was on his bed, his bed was made up. And it was a verse highlighted. It was Joshua 1 9, and the Bible was highlighted. Um, I've always thought that verse had something to do with this, that he knew, because it said, I don't know if you're familiar with Joshua 1 9, but it has Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous, do not be afraid, do not be discouraged? For the Lord your God will be, be with you wherever you go. Um, that was on his on mm. his bed, and like I said, that verse Joshua one nine was highlighted. My son's checkbook was on the other side of the room, laying on the, on his dresser. Um, the stack and several other Christian books were on his nightstand.
1: And you are saying that when you went in there, that the Bible was open to that. It wasn't like you just opened it up and happened to see that 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 verse was highlighted. The book was open to that page.
2: It was open to that page, and that verse was highlighted on that page. Okay. The bed was made up, and the Bible was opened up on the
1: bed. Okay. And you said that the checkbook, you talked about his brother's checkbook was there as well. And we've talked about how the money was all still there. Yes, sir. Okay. Anything unusual that you noticed? Anything missing from his room? Anything that nice, looked sir. anything look weird at all? No, nice, sir. All right. We have to remember, though. That the way the official story is, though, that Skye spent that night before the before June 3rd. He spent from June 2nd to June 3rd at Travis's, not at home with his grandmother. Uh, I, I have to tell you, that seems a little weird for a woman who could not – I mean she's 90-something. I, I think any 90-year-old, no matter who he or she would be, would need some sort of care. Um, so we're going to understand that the grandmother was home by herself into that night, into yeah. the next day.
2: Well, she was supposed to be back that morning.
1: Mhm. Okay, so you, you so I guess what I'm but saying now his
2: dad please. His dad lived right up the road as well. His dad okay. lived up the road. Now he did not care for her, Scholar did, but mm-hmm. if the Scholar needed him, he would he would go over there if she needed him.
1: Okay. All right, so let's move on to this.
2: But yeah, we was very strange.
1: All right, we'll move on to this. Um sky's phone. Now the funny thing is that he is missing but his phone is not. Where was his phone?
2: His phone, his shirt and his cigarettes were found on the back seat of Amanda Morris's car. Okay. So and if you're pinging a truck, if you're pinging a truck that's in the woods, guy is an avid hunter. He would not take his shirts off in jeans to go out into the woods mm-hmm. in a pair of shorts, he would not leave without his phone, and leave his phone in the back seat if they're painting.
1: Well, we're not going to get into what he wouldn't do, and what he. Able... I don't want to get into theorizing yeah. it. All right, we don't want to do that. But I will say, yeah. so what we're led to believe, what it seems like is that Sky, and they all went out to this Bridges Road, and Sky and Travis got out to go look for this truck, but Sky left his phone in the car. That's what it looks like.
2: Yes, sir. Okay. Yes. And right. his shirt. He's taking his shirt off.
1: Okay. Uh have you ever seen Sky's phone records for either late June second or into June third?
2: Um, they actually did not get into his phone until about six months ago.
1: Wow. And to uh this is very important for June third. Any texts, any calls to or from Sky's phone on June 3rd
2: no sir no I don't know that they found, I don't
1: know what you they don't know. found on you it. don't know it's
2: but not there was a no nothing. it's
1: all right so you don't know
2: no sir all right they said the last phone call he made was to his grandmother
1: but that was the day before
2: yes sir
1: okay um who was paying for Sky's phone himself
2: um, he was on his brother's cell phone plan, but now he paid for his phone.
1: All right. Um, did uh, your son, your uh, the brother, did he not try to get the records himself?
2: Uh, yes, sir. We did try to get. We got some of the records. We could see some of it, but whatever was in the cloud, we could not get into.
1: Okay. Well, I'm because just. We I'm, not get gonna, I don't, I'm not I I'm not going to worry about what's in the cloud. Me personally, I'm just asking you about good old fashioned phone records. Calls in, calls out, texts uh, yes. in, texts out. Did you, being that uh, he was on his brother's plan, his brother would have access, I think, to Sky's mm-hmm. phone records? Uh, the paper? He
2: did. He could see some of it, but Sky had changed the password on his phone, mm-hmm. and we could not get into the phone. Now, he could see on the records up until a certain point. But whatever – what they were interested in was whatever was on that phone from the time he had changed the prize code. Because we couldn't – it's an iPhone 4S. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's the only phone phone that Apple has made that they don't own the security rights to? I
1: guess guess what I'm saying Uh, – maybe I need to put this a different way, uh, Stacy. If they're on each other's plan, all right? Then, mm-hmm. for example, I have T-Mobile, I although I uh-huh. haven't ever checked my records for a long time because I really don't need to, but I could go on online and I could put in a name and password and see my phone records for everybody I've texted and called going way back, probably a uh-huh. year and a half. Did did um, your other son, did he not do that? You yes, sir, we
2: did do that, but there was still stuff that we couldn't see because we didn't have the password to get into the phone. And after you tried so many times, the phone shut down and lost. That phone
1: was even sent to Quantico. I, I – see, I guess that's not my I guess. I know what you're saying. I, I don't know. That's I, I, I'm going to dispute that that is the truth. Uh, that I realize you're not going to be able to read his uh, like messenger, like Facebook messenger messages, obviously. You're not going to be see anything he's doing on Instagram or anything else. That's why I'm just asking you about calls and texts.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we could see the calls. We could see calls. All right. And they could see texts where he texted me. They Mm -hmm. could see all that, but they were interested in anything else where he had changed the password.
1: Well, I I can understand that, and that's great. All I'm asking you is are there any – once again, looking at his records, any calls or texts, which you would not need a passcode to get because you could just look on regular good old-fashioned records, phone records. Yes, sir. Any yes. texts or calls on June 3rd?
2: There were not. Okay. There were none on that day. All right. Thank you.
1: All right. Let's move on to oh, Travis's sorry. phone. That's all right. Let's move on to this, Travis's phone. Now, we have to remember, Travis has claimed that they were going to track down his truck because his phone was in his truck when it got stolen and they were going to use then use Sky's phone with some app program or something that they were going to be able to then find Travis's phone and then by finding Travis's phone that they would find Travis's truck however and we know that and of course we know that Travis's truck was found however where was his phone, where
2: was Travis's
1: phone found
2: it was found on the morning of June the tenth because they were told that somebody had thrown the phone out of the vehicle, mm-hmm. and it was found at the in, it was found it not in his yard, but at the entrance to that neighborhood.
1: All right, so it seems.
2: On the side of the road. All
1: right, so it seems what you're saying is the truck was out there on Route 20, whereas the phone, Travis's phone, was right down the street. Yes, sir. And who admitted throwing the phone out of the truck?
2: To my understanding, it was, a fe- it was a female.
1: All right, Matthew McCoy, the woman that was with Matthew McCoy, and it was a, she uh, ended up telling this to the police.
2: Ah, uh, that's my understanding. That's my understanding.
1: Okay. So I got a question for you. Uh, you know, it's a theoretical question, but we uh, this is uh, might not be obvious to some people, so I'm just going to ask it. I have a question then. So then how did Travis ping his phone to the search location out there in Bridges Rone when his phone was just right down the street from his place the whole time?
2: I agree, and we've never heard anything since June the, thir- June the 10th of 2016. Okay. When they found the phone. All we've right, never so- heard anything.
1: So, once again, um, Travis says that they were out in Bridges Road because that's where his phone was pinging, whereas his phone was found right, you know, maybe a couple hundred yards down the street from his house. Yes, sir. Okay. Has Travis, to your knowledge, in the last four and a half years ever, I mean, I'm I'm guessing he wouldn't tell you, but anything ever gotten back to you through the uh, grapevine as to how he could ever explain this?
2: No, sir. All right.
1: All right, um, and, and I guess the stumper of this all is that he couldn't have tracked his phone, but on the other hand, they did end up in the general area of where Travis Tru- Travis's truck was found.
2: Yes, sir. All
1: right, that's that's a heck of a coincidence. Okay, um, lie detector tests: who took them, who passed, who failed?
2: They said that Amanda Morris passed hers, which was Travis Brewer's girlfriend or wife. Um, they said Travis Brewer showed deception on the question of do you know what happened to Skylar?
1: Hmm. Okay. Um, but did, uh, and so Amanda took a uh, test two? Yes, sir. All right, and how did she do again?
2: She passed it. It's what they told us. They said he showed deception, but Travis Brewer showed deception on his.
1: Okay, so so she seemingly passed hers with flying colors, but he had a problem with that particular question, and maybe that's a little hard to understand, being that they were seemingly together the whole time. So that's a little uh, confusing. Okay, but he did, you know, polygraph test, not 100%, not sure what to make of that. But they were taking. uh, they were. But now he
2: dropped her, yeah. Please. I don't know that she knew at the time. I honestly don't know that she knew at the time what was happening. I think did. We well, dead,
1: well, think well, we don't know. Dead. We don't know what happened. But we, what we do know is that there is video of Travis being out there with Amanda on that road that day. Right? Yes, sir. But okay. when he came
2: back out there the second time, she mm-hmm. was not in the car with him. Mm-hmm.
1: But she would have been in there the first time when allegedly Sky and Travis went off into the woods.
2: Yes, sir.
1: All right, so she could testify truthfully. Yes, yeah, Sky went into the woods, did not come back. If that's, I'm guessing that's what was asked. Okay. All right, but maybe there was something else going on here that in which she didn't know about, which we're we're going to leave that open. We don't want to theorize too much. All right. Now here is where. The title of this episode uh the lost day uh comes into effect and it is something that uh is uh very strange and we're gonna tie this all together here we remember uh early in the if you will remember listeners early in the conversation we talked about this video from a convenience store that on uh, on that day early uh nine thirty roughly that morning of june third that uh, sky and uh Travis and Amanda's car are seeing this particular um, convenience store, and if you want to look it up, it's the Shell Station on Greenfield Road in – what is it? Brandon, Mississippi? Brandon?
2: Yes, sir. Brandon, yes, Mississippi.
1: Sir. All right, that's where this video was taken. But there's a problem, isn't it? Why don't you tell the listeners what the problem is with that video?
2: The video, when you look at it at the bottom of it, the date says June the second. Yet, when they pulled the video, which was Monday the sixth, the date is correct. So.
1: Mhm. So, are you saying we that you?
2: That. When
1: When did you get to see the video?
2: On Monday, on the sixth. June
1: the 6th, when they pulled the video that morning, they called the family in. Okay. And we had questions. What now? uh, What what I was going to ask you was, so what you're saying is when they showed you that video, June 6th, which was a Monday, when you're looking at the video and it's playing and you're seeing Sky on the screen, you're seeing Travis on the screen, you're saying, like, as most videos have in the lower right-hand corner or one corner of the video – it didn't say June 3rd, 2016. It actually said June 2nd, 2016. Yes, sir. So then what you're saying is this whole this whole timeline could be totally messed up, that they were not at that convenience store on the 3rd and then went out to Bridges Road. That video could have been from the day before. Could
2: have been, yes, sir. Could All right, so we're missing
1: – so essentially okay. we're missing 24 hours, and then we have to add in this to what you've already talked about, no texts or calls to um, – mm-hmm. no use on Sky's phone. Yes, sir. All right. How have the police – do the police own up to this? Do they make uh, – do they notice the air? Do they Do they say anything about this? Have they ever been able to explain that? What's the status they of that? They just
2: when – I, when I questioned that, they said, well – Because the reason we originally, the reason it originally came up was the video when they were going, that the house had the video on it, when they were going up the road that day, supposedly on the 3rd, you could not see anybody, you couldn't see Skylar in the car. Mm -hmm. You couldn't tell who was in the car, so we were like, how do y'all know he was even in that car? You can't see anybody. And then on Monday morning this video pops up from this convenience store.
1: Mhm.
2: Well when they brought when they brought the family in to watch it, they were all in there. Sky was in there. Travis Brewer was in there and Travis Brewer's little girl was in the store and they were buying food, you know, and getting back in the car. Well mm-hmm. my question was when they showed us this video was <coughs> it says June the second on the video Yet it's correct on the day y'all pulled it, which would have been the sixth, mm-hmm. because it also showed us the day they pulled it. Okay. And I asked, well, how do you know that? You know what the video's wrong? And they said, no, this happens all the time with those videos. And I was like, yeah, but if it was if it was correct on Monday, it should have been correct on that Friday as well, if that was the day, you know. But they never explained it. They just said that happens all the time.
1: Okay. Uh, but what you're saying is that you think it's correct, and because when you went to look at the video, the video player at that convenience store was correct on June 6th. It said June 6th. Yes. It all said right. June 6th. We got to see the,
2: the date. So mm-hmm. It shows the date they pulled it, okay. and it shows the date
1: that Skylar was in the store. All right. So... This kind of ruins the timeline at least a little bit. In fact, now we're going to talk about something else that adds to that that could lead us to believe that certainly the video was off. Um, And I'll just do the math for for you on this, Stacey. Uh, I did this on Google. And the distance from the Shell Station to Bridges Road, Shell Station in Brandon, Mississippi to Bridges Road in Rankin County, Mississippi – According to Google, following the speed limit is fourteen minutes. but according to the videos that you've seen between the convenience store and this video that was on this person's house out on bridges road uh if you know of course we have to figure hopefully that they're at least close to being synced up at the same uh telling the same time with at least a minute or two um how long did it take? them to get from the convenience store out to Bridges Road. They told
2: us it would take 10 minutes.
1: So, following the speed limit is 14 minutes, and it seemingly just took them 10 minutes to travel that distance, which means uh, they were going um, 4 minutes faster, which means uh, they were traveling roughly I don't know, 40% faster than the speed limit to get there? You
2: would have gotten the ticket through that area going through <laughs>
1: Okay, so there also seems to be uh, kind of not an impossibility but an improbability that they could get from that Shell station to Bridges Road in 10 minutes.
2: Yes, sir.
1: Okay, uh, and I guess well, the way I'm exp- I would explain it to the listeners is that You know, if you're traveling across the United States from New York to L.A., it would not be surprising that, you know, you'd be off by four minutes. You know, that's very easy to understand, to lengthen or shorten your drive because, of course, the drive is going to take like three days and four minutes might get gained or lost somewhere in there. But when you're only traveling a a distance that's a few miles, you know, to try to make up four minutes in that amount of time is is almost impossible. So – but – the police, I guess to this day, want to have everybody believing, yeah, they really did travel from that shell to Bridges Road in ten, nine or ten minutes, whereas really you look at it realistically, especially on a Friday morning, people going to work, very busy. If it was the middle of the night, maybe they might be able to speak. It seems like an improbability. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, let's just talk about that house video uh, one more time, that when when Travis went out there on Friday night... Uh, you said that he just seemingly went in and left.
2: Um, now this was he. all right, They came out of the road. He took Amanda and the child home. Mhm. And then supposedly he came back out there, and it was during the daytime. He came back out there, and he went right up that road, and he came right back out. And they looked at. They, that's, they, that's the one thing they couldn't figure out. Was you know you didn't you didn't have time to get out of the vehicle and even search.
1: Mm-hmm. Did Travis ever claim that he actually searched out there?
2: He told them he went back out there and looked for him.
1: Okay. All right.
2: And they said that's the one thing they couldn't figure out. All
1: right, and I can understand why. I can't figure it out it either. It out either. Okay, so let's uh, let's talk about June second for a moment. Did anyone besides Travis see Sky that evening or night of June second? Has any, anybody ever come forward to say, you know what? Yeah, I did see Sky on the evening slash night of June second. No
2: nice, sir.
1: Okay. June third. Anybody report seeing Sky that day besides? Travis, and I I guess Amanda. Anybody?
2: Nice, Tom.
1: All right. We also have to remember, as you've talked about the phone records, no calls or texts. uh, No seemingly – no use of Sky's phone on the morning of June 3rd. Okay. Now, you've talked to the police, and we usually don't do theories. I don't talk theories. My theories or my guest theories on the program, but sometimes we do talk police theories. You've been talking to the police for four and a half years about your son's disappearance. Have the police ever offered up their own theory as to what happened to Skye? No, sir. No. Okay. So they haven't brought up, once again, I'm sure they know that he was in jail for two years, even though it was many years before this happened. Maybe they might even have some records that he might have joined a gang while he was in uh, jail, even though uh, it doesn't seem like he had anything to do with that afterwards. Um, but I don't know how it easy no. is to get out of that life. I don't know if they easily let guys... Uh, one guy, of the things... Please. Yeah, one of
2: the things that I've
1: been told was that he was asked to do
2: something he refused to do. No, that's just a theory, but all that's right. one of the things okay, that, but did that, this, I, that I have heard. All right.
1: Did this come from somebody in a position of law enforcement, or is this just somebody's theory?
2: Yes, sir. It did come from somebody that was in law enforcement. All
1: right. And what was that theory? I mean,
2: they just said this is one of the stories that they've heard time and time, time again was that he was asked to do something he refused to do. Okay.
1: Now, the reason I'm asking is because there is a rumor out there, uh and because it's out there i I have to ask you about it. Um, that Sky might have stolen drugs or and or money from a drug dealer at some point and this disappearance has something to do with that. Uh you've heard this? Uh yes, sir, I
2: have, but when that when the money came through in effect as far as why would you filter that when you had whatever money you wanted?
1: Mhm, from his brother
2: that that doesn't make any sense if you just owe somebody three or four hundred dollars, he could ask for he could ask for anything mhm and and that that's that's the you know, and the thing that we run into now from what like, from like everybody says, everything's hearsay.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It's been so long now, and you know yourself. If you don't find somebody at first, the odds of finding them are not very good.
1: Well, I, I cannot argue with that. Um, you know, on the other hand, as disappearances get older, uh, more information you know can come out, and with more information, <laughs> uh, you know, it, it in a way it does. Uh, you know, you get more perspective as well. You know, you get gain a, wow. a, a very you know better understanding of what might have happened, and that's why I'm asking you. Know, even though we don't do theories on the program, that the police have told yes, you so. that this could have been something where um, Sky was asked to do something, maybe by this gang that he got affiliated with in prison, and he didn't want to do it, and so this was revenge. But she knows the
2: thing yes. On on the games and stuff, you always hear stuff about they're not going to keep something like this. If it was done and he did steal something and it was done, they would want it out there. They would want everybody to see it. Mm-hmm. That's not, they said that, usually this is not like that. Okay. Of course so it's not. Yeah, we don't know what second happened. Guess. Right. Yeah, so that makes you second guess that whole theory as well. hmm
1: All right, we we just wanted to say what the – we know that you have your theories, and, of course, I've had a chance to think about that as well, but we we don't talk about those in the program. We want people to have their own um, ideas on this, just presenting the facts, but we do uh, sometimes talk about uh, what the police have said to families. Okay, now there was something else. Uh, Once again, I just have to ask once again because it's out there. Travis had said that he and – Guy at some point, whether on June second or June third, before they went went out there, uh, might have done uh, methamphetamine uh, before this. Would, did you? Could you believe that that might be true or not?
2: Well, that's the one thing that when we watched the video that was pulled from the store, um, we had been told that as well, and. One thing you're gonna you're gonna know if they're if they're doing it, you're gonna mm-hmm. know when you see them. They were in there buying. My son was in there buying food, buying a candy bar for this little girl, buying her a drink. He was fine. Mm-hmm. He was not messed up in the video, is what I'm trying to say. Okay. And that's the one thing that threw us off because we're like, what? What happened?
1: Okay. But we uh, we also have to remember there it might be a chance that video was from uh June second as well, but the way you're looking at that video, what you see of your son, it did not seem to hit you like he was high or anything else.
2: It was not
1: okay. what have amanda travis uh Matthew Matthew's girlfriends? I'm not saying you're keeping tabs on them tabs on them every day, but what have they done with their lives over the last four years?
2: Well, I mean, I don't, I, I, don't really know. Okay. I know Matthew. I know Matthew McCoy has been, you know, like the sheriff's department was talking about it on Crime Watch Daily that he had been in and out of jail. How many times was it? Like 40 many times.
1: Many, yes.
2: And he had been in and out of jail, and I'm like, how does somebody get in and out of jail in that period of time? Because that Crime Watch Daily video came out a year and a half ago. So he's been in and out of jail that many times since God came up missing. I found that odd as well. Mm -hmm. And as far as Travis Brewer and all of them, I you know, I pray every day for answers. And I'm a firm believer in you're going to get what, you, you know, in the end, somehow or the other, but...
1: I don't see how they're keeping this
2: secret
1: like this. Mm -hmm. I honestly don't. Of course. Um, What have your, uh, of course you have a daughter, uh, you have another son. Uh, How have they handled this? Uh, What have they said to you about this? Uh, Do do some of these things not ring true to them as well? Uh, How would you explain it?
2: Well, I mean, it's changed every one of us because we miss God every day. every um, day. My daughter feels like nobody is looking for him. I mean, it's like you get angry because you have no answers. You have no closure. You have no nothing. And everybody else is going on with their life. And the ones that know what didn't know everything about or know where he is, they're walking around, going on with their lives. They're spending Christmas with their families. And we have nothing. So it's changed. It has definitely changed our lives. Hmm. We miss him.
1: Yeah.
2: I even listened to videos on my phone just to hear his voice.
1: You have videos of him? Uh, of doing what?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I do. I have videos of him and my daughter. Us going to a family reunion, him talking and singing. We have videos of the ball game. And you just sit there and listen to him because you just want to hear his voice. Right. Yeah. I just, I know how hard it is to keep a secret. People, it's just yeah. human nature. You can't keep a secret. You can't keep a secret. So how many people know what happened? Yeah. And just won't come forward and and say something. Because I'm a firm believer the ones that know what happened are just as guilty as the ones that did. Mm-hmm. He's missed my daughter having her children, he's missed my son having his and
1: he loved children. Yeah, and he had one so of his own, did, and he didn't is even that know the it.
2: Exactly. Yeah.
1: I should ask you this. So
2: many were Do what? I'm
1: I should ask you this, being that he did have this girlfriend at the time. Once again, I'm not mentioning her name. Uh, has she ever offered up her own theory as being that she knew, seemingly knew uh, Sky very well? Um, has she ever offered up her own theory? I, I'm guessing that if she believed that he had ever stolen anything from anybody, she would tell you. Has she ever offered up her own oh, theory gosh. when this happened at, at all?
2: No, sir. She's like us. I mean, you've been told. I mean, I've been told so many different things,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: she has. You know, you you just sit there and you wonder. You're like, how could this happen? How could this happen? It's something that doesn't need to happen. Okay. And I was never aware of how many people are missing until this happened to us.
1: Yeah, that is true. That is certainly true.
2: I mean, it's just... Mm Mm-hmm you pray every day that something's going to happen that day, that this is going to be, you get your hopes up that something's going to happen and everything falls through again. They find somebody, you get your hopes up thinking, yeah. that maybe that's yours. Right. And it's not. But at yeah. least there's closure for some families. And that's like one of the one of the times that they thought they had found something. It led to finding someone else's child. It wasn't Sky, but it was somebody else's. They thought it was going to be Sky, but it was somebody else's. Hmm. So at least that lead did lead to finding, bringing closure to some families.
1: Stacey, do you have a website or Facebook page or whatever else uh, set up for Skye's...
2: We do. It's Help Bring Skye Home Safely.
1: Say that one more time if you could.
2: Help Bring Skye Home Safely.
1: All right. That is, that is the page on Facebook. Okay, and I will, by the time... Everybody hears our voices uh, for this interview, for this episode. I will have linked, of course, to that so people can um, share it, like it, uh, become a member on the page. And as I've stated, I'm going to be doing a YouTube video uh, for this disappearance as well to uh, explain some of these locations and where, the, where Travis's truck was found, the Shell Station, Bridges Road, etc. Okay. Stacey, any final words before we complete this interview?
2: If yes. Anybody knows anything, please, please, on anybody's family member. Please let us know. Okay. And thank you, Ed, for showing an interest in doing what you do every day. I know that can't be easy either.
1: Uh, I, you know, I, I know this is a very difficult topic, so we cover it on found. I've been doing it for four and a half years, but I want you to know, uh, I think the listeners know that, my assistants uh, certainly know that, that, you know, I, 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 this is tough, but I enjoy doing it. Um, I think that this, uh, is, I think I have something to offer, you know, with my mind and, and everything. And, uh, you know, I'm just trying to do the best I can. And these are very difficult circumstances. Very difficult. Yeah, you're isn't?
2: helping a lot of families. Well, I appreciate a that. A lot of families, and your staff is as well.
1: Well, thank you, thank you. But um, Stacy, it's been uh, good to to get to know you. Uh, I can tell you that uh, we're going to keep in touch, and this is just the beginning of us knowing each other. And uh, um, yeah. you know, until the day that uh, that uh, Sky is found. The Sea store Live, Um, want to continue to help you. If we get any tips, you'll be the first to know. And if there's anything that uh, my program can do for you, I uh, hope you'll let us know. Okay?
2: Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank You're re- you.
1: You're very welcome. And I appreciate you being on this episode of Unfound.
2: I appreciate you doing this for Scott. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. And that was my interview with Stacey Humble, mother of Joseph Schuyler Burnley. I thank her for joining me and all of you on the program. As I stated during the interview, you can now find a video on the Unfound Podcast channel on YouTube, where I show the locations, routes, and times important to this disappearance, with in-depth analysis mixed in. To get more of an understanding of Sky and his situation at the time Stacy had his girlfriend call me we spoke for about 30 minutes i think she was trying to be helpful and she said she would send me a couple messages that she exchanged with sky at the time along with a letter he wrote her however his girlfriend never did in addition stacy tried to call the girlfriend after i spoke to her but the girlfriend would not answer the phone and did not get back to Stacy, at least at the time of the recording of this episode. So, I don't know what to think. In general, Stacy and Skye's girlfriend have similar ideas, in that they believe foul play is the reason for his disappearance. However, I can't help but think some of the things the girlfriend told me maybe just her opinion or rumors, and not facts. However, what she did say about her and Skye's relationship is that they were kind of on the outs at the time, but she said that she believes they would have gotten back together had Sky not disappeared. And I want to state for the record, I believe Sky's girlfriend is totally innocent regarding his disappearance. Now for my summation. It is a fairly significant revelation Stacy made about the convenience store video, saying that it was from June 2nd and not June 3rd. It seems, however, that the police are satisfied with the store's explanation. Stacy is not. But I'm not sure what can be done about it now. Yet you should consider quite a few points as you contemplate who is correct. First, you will remember that Sky's shirt was found in Amanda's car. I verified with Stacy that the shirt was the one Sky was wearing in that convenience store video. That would seem to mean the video was taken on June 3rd. However, Sky may not have had any other clothes with him at Travis's. Thus, he could have been wearing the same shirt on June 2nd. Point number two. Even though it seems they couldn't have driven from the convenience store to Bridges Road in 10 minutes, it could be that both video systems clocks aren't correct. If they differ from each other by just 4 minutes, with the store camera being 4 minutes fast, or the home one being 4 minutes slow, either of those errors, when corrected, would then add up to 14 minutes. The time indicated by Google to travel between the two places. So, there could be a lot of wiggle room there. Third, or point number three, and this is probably the most complicated point, if the store video really was taken on June 2nd, would Travis and Amanda, if something happened to Sky either later that day or early on June 3rd, would those two really be aware and smart enough to say, hey, we were seen on that store video yesterday with Sky. We got to go out to Bridges Road today and make it look like we went straight from the store to there and say that Sky got lost out there and that he didn't die at our house. Would Travis and Amanda really be smart enough to do that? And we have to remember one more thing. There is no way those two could have known that the convenience store camera's date was off by a day. The fourth point, and this is probably the most peculiar one, if the store video was taken on June 3rd, it doesn't seem, repeat, seem, like Travis and Sky were in a hurry that morning. Both of them going into the store, buying some items, it looks like a normal store stop, that all of us do almost every day. Simply put, is that how you would be acting if you were on the trail of the person who stole your vehicle? And the last point, I think this is number five, does it make sense that Amanda and her child would go along with Skye and Travis to find the truck? If this was truly a stolen vehicle situation, Why would the two guys allow a mother and her child to come along? Were they not worried that something of a violent nature might happen if they found the truck and whoever stole it? We also can't forget this. None of this accounts for the actual truck theft, the circumstances of which are still very unclear. In fact, as I was doing the video supplemental for this episode, I realized the following. Law enforcement told Stacy that Travis's truck was on I-20 going toward, but not at, but going toward, Hines Community College. Of course, they're taking Travis's word on this, because he was the one who found his truck, presumably with Amanda tagging along. But the following may be important in your calculations of Sky's case. That college is a full 12 and a half miles from Bridges Road. What I'm saying is there is still a lot to be discovered after four and a half years. I just hope the answers to these questions over all these days haven't been lost. I'll leave the theorizing up to you. And that's the program. If you found it informative, please go to the app that you use to listen to Unfound and give this podcast a nice review. I thank you for listening. I'm Ed Denzel and you've been listening to Unfound.